This is the Bible teaching from the Apostolic Church, All Nations Centre in Kennington, London. Reaching the community in practical and caring ways. Here now is a timeless Word of God. Good morning to my uh, family at Kennington. It seems such a long time since uh, we were together and uh, I thank you for this privilege. I thank the leadership for this privilege to speak to you this way this morning. But who knows, one day, hopefully soon, uh, we'll get to see each other face to face. Now, my allocated title for my talk today is this. Live as overcomers. God will help you. So, if I can be as bold to say that to prepare a message with the title Live as Overcomers, on one level, is a relatively easy task. After all, everybody wants to be an overcomer. Nobody wants to be a failure or seen as a failure, and nobody likes the description loser. So to be an overcomer is almost like a natural default position for many people. But here is the challenge of this talk. You see, there are two types of overcomers. One that society esteems, and the other that God esteems. And I need to carefully disentangle these two lifestyles and highlight their respective roots, because it is possible to be a Christian and think that you're serving God faithfully in terms of being an overcomer, when actually you are drawing sustenance, you are drawing your, your energy from the wrong root and the potential outcome of that for your Christian walk is disastrous. So please listen carefully and if necessary, review this talk again because, and I say this with some caution in, in my words, because some Christians may prefer the societal model of being an overcomer, even for Christian service. Because for some, it is more appealing to the, more, the societal model. For some, it is a more attractive model to use, to be part of, to, uh, to use even for Christian service. So that's my my word of caution in all of this. Because I want to say this, what suits you, what pleases you, what appeals to you, does not necessarily appeal to God. Often these things are in sharp contrast. So please listen carefully, because your Christian lifestyle and your witness depends on this. Now, with those happy words out of the way, let's go back to my title, which is Live as Overcomers. God will help you. So let's explore this topic together. So firstly, I've said there are two types of overcomers. Firstly, what is society's definition of being an overcomer? Well, let me quote it to you. It's this. Being an overcomer is the ability to impact the world with the investment of one's personality. Let me just repeat that, it's a powerful statement. From society's perspective, being an overcomer 
is the ability to impact the world with the investment of one's personality. Let's just break this down. In other words, projecting yourself into this world and making a big impact. Hey, that sounds good. That sounds positive. And if you're a Christian, making an impact is a good thing, yeah? But if you just stop for a moment, upon closer examination, using this definition of an overcomer that society offers, being an overcomer means this, it's about me. It's all about me. Or in other words, it's my ability to impact the world with my personality. This means in stark reality that for my personality to make such a great impact, to be so prominent, therefore it must be more impactive, more prominent than others. Or if I am to be successful in promoting my personality to be an overcomer, that means that others must be less successful. If I am projecting myself to make the best impact, then others must be second best. In short, according to society's values, to be an overcomer is to be a winner. And therefore, by default, others must be losers. It's survival of the fittest. It's the world we live in. So what's wrong with that? It's good to be motivated when you're serving God. It's good to have ambition when you're serving the God, serving God. It's good to have a game plan in the hustle and bustle of life because nobody wants to be a loser and Christianity is often labeled as being full of losers. So project yourself, make an impact, be relevant. Instead, be an overcomer and project yourself. And that narrative, my friends, can creep into the life, the values, and ministry of a Christian. Even with good intentions, it is to be the best for God. And sadly, I have seen this many times. Because there is one fatal flaw in this approach. This mindset, this narrative, this definition of being an overcomer is all about projecting self. I repeat, the ability to impact the world with the investment of one's personality. I hope you can see the flaws that can soon unravel in that approach to life and Christianity. So what does the Bible have to say about being an overcomer? Well, the Apostle John puts it like this in 1 John chapter 4. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. John's, John's point and the point that I am trying to make is, to be an overcomer, you do not project your personality to be an overcoming Christian. You project Christ who is in you. It's not about me. 
It's all about God. It's all about Jesus who lives in me. However, if we are honest, there will always be that battle raging within about self, projecting self, and about projecting God who is to be glorified. That's why I come back to my opening remarks. For some Christians, they either consciously or unconsciously, they will prefer society's model of being an overcomer because, listen, it keeps the focus on me. Mm. And some Christians, sadly, think that they are projecting Christ when they are so often projecting self. I see this in some Christian leaders. I see this in worship leaders. I see this in preachers. I see this in Christian celebrities. Self comes into the projection. Here is a principle coming back to the Bible that is so countercultural to today's society. Let me, into, let me let you into a secret. God does not give strength to the strong. God does not give power to the powerful. God does not give confidence to the confident or charisma to the charismatic. No, God gives strength and power to those who are weak. Mm. Now, I am not advocating self-pitiable weakness. I'm not promoting low confidence. I'm not defining low ambition or celebrating low self-esteem. I'm simply highlighting this, that God does not rely on your, the strength of your personality to get his will done. God does not rely on the strength of your personality to get the job done, because here is the secret, and here is the sad and true reality. No matter how strong you are, no matter how motivated you are, no matter how resourceful you are or charismatic you are, your personality, the strength of your personality making an impact will one day exhaust itself of all its energies contained within your natural gifts and talents, even though they are God-given. And then when that happens, you will not be an overcomer but life will overcome you. The day will come when you will not be an overcomer, but life will overcome you. But for those who are in Christ, here's the good news. It is then that God steps in to make a way for you to be an overcomer not by society's logic or mantra or narrative, but by his. And how does he do that? Isaiah 40, 28 says this, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. And here's the good news. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, 
he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That, my friends, that, my friends, is a description of a Christian overcomer. Paul put it like this to the Philippian church. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Elsewhere in the Corinthian church, he said, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Do you not know? Do you not know, Isaiah says, our God is so powerful that we need never doubt his, his capacity and his capabilities. He possesses infinite wisdom. The God of eternity does not fail. He does not grow tired. He does not grow weary. He does not abandon his purposes or postpone his plans because we have run out of energy. No. He doesn't need to take a rest for a while or a vacation. God's attributes include eternity, strength, and wisdom. But the real mystery and the real privilege is this, that he wants to share his strength with us. And this is not a partial every now and again situation. God chooses to give us his strength because that is his very nature. To do so. He gives strength to the weary and power to the weak. Let's delve into the Hebrew. Weary, the literal meaning in Hebrew is this, that God means that he will give strength to people who fail under life's pressures. Let me ask you a question, an honest question of myself and you. Have you ever felt that you're about to fall and crumble under life's pressures? Well, then that is being weary in the Bible. Weak in the Hebrew literally means those who sometimes lack the strength just to get through the day. Have you been there? When you just think, I just cannot see a way through this day. I am so weak. But here's the greatness of our God. He gives power in those situations. Power literally means durability and stability. Therefore, God makes the believer durable and stable during those times when there is such lack of strength and energy to make it through the day and pressures of life. That, my friends, and only that, is an overcomer in God's eyes. Because back to my title, God will help you. It's not about you making an impact, making a dent in this world, it's about the God of heaven making an impact through you. This is how God imparts his strength to us. Life shows 
and life will show, and life will show even for some this week, even today, that our natural resources, our abilities, our personalities, our talents, even though God-given and God-blessed, the day will come when we walk in our own strength that we will ultimately fail. When you will fail to be an overcomer, because life, if you follow society's model of an overcomer, because life will one day overcome you. If you go in your own strength, your own personality, making your own impact. I come back to my verses in Isaiah. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. These two verses say some very significant things for the life of a Christian believer. And only two things can I pick up in my time that is left. Life, even at its best, even at its best, the youth, the young men, the strong men, will utterly and will inevitably see our natural gifts and talents fail. Resources of youth, strength, vitality, fitness, which the young possess, even those powerful natural talents, will one day run out of energy. One day, life will just overcome us. That's why in today's society, many of society's overcomers eventually crash and burn because life overcame them. The overcomers became overcome because their own strengths, their own talents, their own personalities cannot sustain the rigors of life. But those who wait on the Lord, what does that mean? What does that mean? to wait on the Lord? Well, very briefly, it means those whose relationship with the Lord is strong. Those who put God first in their lives, recognizing their own frailty, recognizing God's strength. Those who are prepared to wait when they just cannot see a way through the circumstance. They call upon God. They just say, Lord, before anything else, I come to you to say, please, give me strength for this day. Those people are promised renewed strength. The term literally means in the Hebrew, they keep putting on fresh strength so that their youth is renewed like the eagles. But here's another problem. Waiting is a problem. Because we live in the quick fix, instant results world of today. How long does it take for a kettle to boil when you are watching it? How long does it take 
for the traffic lights to change when you're in a hurry? How long does it take to queue in Tesco when all the tills are full? And how often do you and I then wished we had joined another queue? Why? Because waiting is a problem. We are not conditioned to wait. It's unnatural, even in spiritual matters. But the secret of being an overcomer is not in natural vitality or exuberance. Important as they are, and they are God's gifts to us, the secret of being an overcomer is to wait on God till he gives you strength for the coming day, for the coming situation, for the coming circumstance, for the coming battles that we will all face in life. It's that kind of power that is required. The trouble, if I'm honest, the trouble so often is we resort to society's model of being an overcomer and we think we can do it in our strength with the dynamic of the energy that's within our own personalities. But I come back to this point. It's not about projecting your personality into this world and think we can do it in our own strength. It's about letting a greater personality within us, with all his strength, make the impact in the world. When I am weak, then I am strong. My time is gone and I just want to close with uh, an example, a true story. Those words that I have, the scriptures I have read, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. During a funeral service once, a preacher referred to these scriptures. And some at the service questioned the the rationale for, for using these kinds of scriptures in a funeral service when they said there are hundreds more that could be more appropriate at this time. But the preacher used it anyway. He said it like this, and I hope you can see the, the truth behind it. He said, if you look at these verses, they appear to be the wrong way round. It talks about flying like an eagle, then running, and then finally just about managing to walk without fainting or collapsing. Surely it should be the other way around in, in the law of progression. Surely it should be walking <clears throat> that becomes running, that ultimately becomes soaring, flying like an eagle. But the preacher confirmed that Isaiah's prophecy is in exactly the right way around. <clears throat> Excuse me. You see, 
in the mountaintop experience when life is going well, <clears throat> it is easy to soar in the things of God. But as we all know, <clears throat> and other times in our lives, when the storms of life hits us and the going gets tough, to be an overcomer in Christ with God's strength, all we can do is not fly, but manage to just keep running the race. As Paul says, I have run the race. I have kept the faith. Flying is not really an option than just running the race. <laughs> but my friends, my dear friends in Kennington, sadly, the bitter blows of life will come. And they will seek to knock us down and even cripple us. But even then, with God's power, with God's strength, when all our personal energies and abilities have failed, we can still walk. Maybe not run, maybe not fly, but we can still walk in the purposes of God without fainting or collapsing. Why? Because we have God's strength within us. And that, my friend, is when you tell someone is an overcomer in Christ because God is helping them. Society's model will have long since crumbled and fallen. But the day will come when we can sometimes fly, sometimes run, but sometimes all we can do with the strength of the Lord is keep going and walking in the purposes of God. Those who wait on the Lord. So listener, thank you for your time. My time is gone, I finish now. What kind of overcomer do you want to be? The type that society idolizes in the personality of someone who can make an impact into this world or someone who impacts this world with the presence of the all-powerful God working through them, giving them strength for each day, even when life seeks to overcome us. When life seeks to overcome us with Christ as our strength, we can still overcome. You choose which one you want. Live as an overcomer and God will help you. Thank you for listening and may God bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word. We are the Apostolic Church All Nation Centre in Kennington, London. Find us at Tyus Terrace, Kennington, London, SE11 5LY. Our telephone number is 0207-820-9917. On the web, we are at www.apostolic-anc.org. All Nation Centre, reaching out to you in practical and caring ways.